Good evening, guys. Welcome back to episode 21 of FPL Apprentices, a special wildcard episode. Chris, would you like to say hello? Yeah, good morning, afternoon, good evening, everybody. As Tom said, we've got episode 21 today, Game Week 31 preview, and we're going to have a quick review of Game Week 30 as well. Um, so we'll get straight on into it, Tom. Uh, man of the match polls from last week. We had a, a very, very unexpected result in the West Brom Chelsea match, and you put a poll up on Instagram. And what were the results? Yeah, um, what a game that was. What a shock. And so, so there was four options: Pereira, Robinson, Johnston, and Dear Garner, whatever you say his name. Um, <laughs> So Pereira run it, won it. Sorry, with his two goals and one assist, I believe. Robinson second with his two goals. Johnson third, and Di- Diagno whatever last. Um, but yeah, what, what a performance in West Brom, and it's the man Pereira again. He only got a, he got he got a brace the other week as well, and popping off from West Brom looked they looked like a they looked like a, a European challenging side. It's the best performance of their season. They look so good. If if you weren't if you didn't follow football and you watched that performance, you wouldn't think that they were um, down in the relegation battle. They were insane. And I think I don't think Pereira is an option in FPL. I mean I had him at one point, but he has been picking up the goals, Chris. Would you say would you would you say there's anything there for him or just a no no? Well <laughs> to to just highlight your lack of perception of time, Tom. Pereira scored a brace in game at 19 and he said it was a couple of weeks ago. What? Oh, it has it has flown. The time has flown. He hasn't, he hasn't <laughs> scored two goals in the game since game week 19. Wait, when did he get the big haul recently? Because that made triple captain. Was that 19? No, no way was that 19. Yeah, that was 19. Oh my. All right. Yeah, it was yeah. 19. Ah. Uh, so 21. 20, 21. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. Oh my! Well, I think the card on that game had a big, big impact. I think if you keep Thiago Silva on the pitch that whole game, it doesn't end five two. But West Brom were—they seem pretty clinical. Pereira getting mm. two goals and two assists on twenty-one points. Where yeah. Chelsea would get ridiculous performance. I'm not surprised he won. And West Brom have actually beaten Chelsea eight five on aggregate this season. Which is pretty yeah, mental to yeah. think about. Robinson got the two goals. He scored, I think he scored a couple in the reverse fixture as well. So he loves playing yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. Just for your notice, Tom, is well, I think it is Dianne, not Diangana. That is that is the awful punt I took at the start of the season who's a oh, midfielder yeah. hasn't played since I got rid of him. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I remember that now. Yeah, that was an awful punt. <laughs> <laughs> that was shocking but that's why we don't like to spend a lot of time talking about West Brom but you got to give them respect they turned over Chelsea they've completely turned them over I, I was I was doing something during the game and I, I checked my fantasy team having double Chelsea defence I see zero points I'm like okay let's just refresh the page it must have it must have not refreshed properly I refresh it again zero points I'm like oh god what's happened here <laughs> I couldn't believe it I really couldn't believe it it was a massive shock and it's reflected in every single one of uh, our predictions for that game was 2-0 Chelsea, which was a very valid prediction. But it's, it's gone completely the other way. They just crumbled. West Brom are clinical, though. Really clinical. Yeah, you um, 
you obviously had triple Chelsea, but only two played. But I remember he messaged me during the game. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> when it was like 4-2 or something. And I think that was the reaction of everyone. Um, yeah, what a shock. At, especially a lot of people that wildcarded in 30, getting double, triple Chelsea defence. Well, that's unfortunate for them. But you'd, you'd think, like you said, Thiago Silva stays on that pitch. It's a different game. But I know, I mean, fair play. It was. It could only be Big Sam that, that, that could pull off a performance like <laughs> that. But yeah, very impressive. Um, I'll move on to our the other man in the match poll. Uh, only put two up again this week. A game I don't want to touch on too much, but Spurs-Newcastle, um, obviously two all. And the options were Kane, Willock, and Jolinton. Kane won, obviously getting his brace and delivering for us who captained him. And then Willock second and Jolinton third. I mean, it was a typical Spurs game. They, they lose it right at the end, but I think Kane carried them during that game. Um, if they'd been a bit more clinical, I think Lamella sipping Son a few other chances Son could have had, then it would have been a different result. But Newcastle pulling out a draw. Did you see that there, Chris? Well, one thing I I did see in that game was Harry Kane's second goal. What a finish that was. Yeah. Thunderbolt. That was really impressive. Kane came performing for all last captain. Is. He must have been the highest captain in the last week, Tom. Highest captain player. It was about 140% own. Yeah, it was the highest. Yeah, it was really high. Yeah. They put on a performance to match these backers. I think, I mean, I know you don't want to talk about it as much, Tom, but I find it quite ironic that Joe Willock was the man to, to, to yeah, get the draw, the Arsenal loanee. Did you see his interview? No, I didn't. What did he say? It was like, it makes it so much more special for me as I'm an Arsenal player. Um, just to score the equaliser <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe it but uh, I mean your man Larice made a few good saves though Chris well, your ex-FPL he did make a few good saves to be fair um, made a good save for that goal Willick scored the rebound but yeah it's typical and that was about Wilson so uh, when I sent you that prediction I said I said 3-1 to start with for Spurs Newcastle I think and then I changed it to 3-0 because I saw Wilson was out injured. I was like, he wasn't back. I was like, all right, there's no way they, they'd score. And, well, I was wrong again. But, uh, yeah, tip, I think it sums up Spurs this season. I mean, at least Kane performed for the FPL. And for FPL, Kane and Son are still good options because Spurs can attack. They just can't defend. <laughs> Stay away from Spurs' defence, you, as you've learned, Chris, this season. <laughs> Well, that seems like the logical thing to do, but they have kept three clean sheets in their last six in the types of games that you would play them as well. Aston Villa, Fulham mm. and Burnley. They, they yeah. have been picking up clean sheets, although they just... You just always feel like they're going to concede. I can't trust yeah. Spurs' defence. Yeah, I think if if Sanchez gets dropped and Alderweireld comes back in with Rodon, um, then I'll look to maybe bring in a defender for 32 for the double. But if Sanchez keeps playing, then I'm definitely sticking away from the defence. Um, yeah, again, interesting results there. Uh, should we quickly touch on our 29 or 30 teams? I mean, I don't want to talk on them for long. But yeah, yeah. Should we touch them? Right, should I touch on mine first? Yeah. So, uh, two red arrows in a row, actually, for me. Those two ones. Um Brought in Bale over Mora. Oh, wait, did we talk about 29, actually? Or not? 
Did we talk about in the special pod? We might have done. I'll quickly touch on it anyway, but I think we talked about it in our pod. But yes, yeah, so I got 49 minus four. Bro- went bail over Mora, Lingard and Trossard. So big, that's basically where it went wrong. So yeah, poor week for me there. Um, and I'll touch on 30 quickly as well. Again, got 50 points. I'm outside the top 200k now, 210k. Um, made one transfer, Alonso in. I mean, he got an assist, but he conceded five. And Kane, Kane, Captain and Rafinha were the only other two to perform. And Martin is actually with his brilliant six saves. What a, le- what a way to, what a send-off Martin is. He didn't keep the clean sheet, but he gets six saves. I love him. Um, but yeah, uh, a, a poor two weeks for me. Was it any better from you? It wasn't any better, but it wasn't as it wasn't as bad. I got All right. two grey arrows. I've gone from seven thirty k steadily up to seven seventeen k. So pretty irrelevant couple of game weeks for me. I'm just pleased to have not taken red arrows like you, you know, because you know it's not nice to look. I have actually got five green arrows in a row somehow, although I haven't gone up the rankings very much. It's nice to look at, you know. I just scroll down my FPL game week history, and I can I can see five greens in a row. That's really satisfying. But a you know, pretty underwhelming couple of weeks. Game week twenty nine was pretty crap for me, forty two points. Um, but I still, you know, kept a grey arrow. Pretty, I like to call them grey arrows unless I'm going up at least fifty k. It's pretty much a grey arrow at my rank. And then I, I I've gone from seven twenty k to seven seventeen k this week. Kane captain like you, Tom. Salah and Rafinha and Watkins all coming through. So my transfers really hurt me though. I brought in double Chelsea. Well, I brought in two more Chelsea defenders. And they both got zero points. So I got rid of Diaz, who would have got six. And Martinez would have got four. So I lost down 10 points there. So I would have had a really solid week. Had I not gone for those changes. But I wanted to jump on Chelsea triple defence early. Because I like what I've seen from them. And... I like that they kept the clean sheet against Porter in the Champions League, but they decided to concede five to West Brom. You know, these things happen. Just move on. I'm still pleased to have them. I think they will get two or three clean sheets in the next three or four games. I'm still confident in that. That's why I brought them in. They've got good fixtures. And they've shown good promise against those lower-ranked teams. They've been keeping a lot of clean sheets, so I, I, I'm still happy to own three of them. I like it as a differential, and we We'll get onto my team later, but it's not looking very good for this week. Got a lot of contradicting players, and I think my Chelsea triple up is one thing that can pull me through. It's a massive differential, and I'm quite confident with it. Yeah, no, um, didn't pay off, but you know you've still got the weeks to come. I think, as you put on the post, you made them last minute, nearly missed a deadline. Of course, we didn't pod, so. Uh, Surprisingly, missed the deadline, but um, but yeah, it's dis- disappointing transfers. But I think long term they should pay off. Um, shall we move on to uh, is it prediction results? Yes. So obviously no pod last week, but we did get we did send our predictions in. Uh, Chelsea West Brom, as I already said, we all predicted Chelsea to win two 0 and that just didn't go to plan. Leeds Sheffield United yeah. was a. Uh, you know, we all back Leeds to win. Even Instagram was backing Leeds to win. And they did win. Not in the way that we expected. We were all expecting clean sheets. But Sheffield United getting that. It was Ben Osborne getting a goal that was nearly cleared off the line. But wasn't, you know, a bit of a scruffy goal. I don't, I don't know how Sheffield United played in that game. I thought, 
after they lost, was it 5 0? 3 0? Yeah, 5. The other week, I thought their season's gone. No Chris Wilder anymore. I thought they're going to be useless. I don't even know who their manager is. No. They don't yeah. have one. Well, they don't. They want an assistant manager, you know, coaching the team. I thought after that 5 0, that's the end of their season. They're just going to keep losing. They're going to get rolled over by everyone. But they obviously put up a bit of a fight against Leeds. I think they've accepted their fate as, uh, as the championship beckons next season. But, you know, they nearly got a point off Leeds and it wasn't what I was expecting. Bamford blanking, Rafinha getting an assist. Could have had another for Dallas, for Dallas goal, actually, Rafinha. I think Rafinha and could be slightly disappointed if Dallas put a couple just wide. Uh, Bamford blanking was quite, was quite, well, quite satisfying for me because he's so highly owned. But I do actually own him. I've, I've always had something against owning Leeds players. I don't know what it is. So I was actually quite pleased to see Bamford blank. Yeah, well, I mean, he misses loads of chances. So he's annoying. If, if he was clinical, he'd have 30 goals this season. But he said he has like 15 or something, which is still good, 14. Still so a good yeah. tally for him. Yeah, you sound done bad this season, man. But anyway, moving on to the next game. Leicester Man City. Tommy back to the draw. I don't know if that's a bit of FPL bias from Madison and Barnes to when you're thinking. I don't know, yeah. but everyone else went with Man City win. And that's obviously what happened. Quite a comfortable 2 0 win in the end. I don't think Leicester offered very much going forward at all in that game. Man City with a dominant win. And in the next yeah. game, Arsenal versus Liverpool. Me and you, Tom, went with Liverpool win. Um, our guest predictions came from Hugo last week. So thank you, Hugo, for that. He went for a 1-1. That game was hard to call. But Liverpool come out, came out 3-0 winners with quite an unexpected result. Or unexpected scoreline, at least. The result, there wasn't in as much doubt. But the scoreline 3-0 was, it did surprise me. Things went well for Liverpool in that game. Trent getting, the, yeah. Trent getting a lovely assist on. What did, what did you think of that? Trent assist for Jota. Yeah, it was very nice. I mean, Trent looking good. Great cross. Um, and yeah, Jota coming on and scoring too. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but yeah, very nice from Trent. Um, was it a 12-pointer for Trent in the end or was it 11? I'm not sure. I think it might have been. A, it was a 12, yeah. Fair play to Trent. Um, he's turned it around, well, not in the Europa Champions League, but in the Premier he's got two halls in a row so it's good to see and I think I predicted Liverpool to put three past Arsenal didn't I I just didn't predict the clean sheet you went 2-1 oh 2-1 oh uh, yeah good win for Liverpool yeah yeah next game Southampton Burnley now I'd barely woken up at this point and Southampton are winning 3-2 now, <laughs> I really wasn't expecting this one we've all went for, for draws 1-1-1-1-0-0 Southampton putting a three to out of the bag. Strange. Strange. Anything you want to say about that game, Tom? Obviously, Danny Ings getting a goal and assist. Is he back? He went off injured at the end. Um, <laughs> I think it's a knockdown. I think he's fine. But and I was very happy to see him bagging the goal and the assist. Not, I mean, I'm wild him. I did look at him, but not this time. Um, but yeah, I was, it, it's Burnley have been strange lately. Like I said, they've been attacking games. Fair play to Saints. They, I think um, I watched the end of this game. 
Um, they, they held up well, Saints. Um, fair play to them. Yeah, good to see Ings back in there scoring and assisting. I was very happy to see that. Yeah. Yeah, his fixtures coming up are a bit, they're a bit of a mixed bag. And at 8.4 million, he's probably, he's probably not worth it. But he's there. He's there as an option. We know he's there after a goal and an assist. Yeah. Next game, well, we'll swiftly move on from this game. Spurs, we all went for a Spurs win. It was going to happen until Joe Willock stepped up in the 86th minute and blasted one off the bar at him. So, yeah, we all got that one wrong. Aston Villa, Fulham. We all went with a Villa win here, but from Instagram, we went with the draw. Um, but I, I was, I went with 1-0 Villa. I was I was kind of thinking, though, Fulham, you know, could sneak a 1-0 winner, get a draw, and it was going so well at 70 minutes. And then everything just fell to pieces. What, what did you think of Fulham's collapse on? Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, Lookman went off injured in the 47th minute as well, which was very sad to see. At one point, Fulham obviously took the lead, didn't they? Um, and I just saw Villa put it back. Not not looking good. Poor performance they put in against Leeds. They lose again. Um, I thought there was some hope. I thought they would get a, at least a draw out this game when they went one and up. But yeah, not not great. Um, I think Lookman should be fine, but I was very sad. I was hoping for an assist to send him off. But he obviously went off injured. But yeah, disappointing there from Fulham. Yeah. That Fulham Newcastle game could still be the 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 massive game, the massive six pointer that we all suggested it could be at the start of the season. I think that there's not too many points in it still. Do you know how many there is Tom? Between Fulham Newcastle? Yeah. Three points. So Fulham's still right there. One win. They're right there, okay. Yeah. I'll be making yeah. sure to watch that game on the final day of the season if that's uh Relegation six pointer. What well, no match of the day challenge? I was thinking that as well. If I watch any game, it would be that game, unless I do match of the day challenge for that final one. Because I might captain Wilson if if they if they ask, if it's a must win game for either team, then the armband will be on Wilson. Even though I want for them to stay up, but um, yeah, that'd be the game we'll both be watching if we watch it. And I think on the final day of the deadline, for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll have to carry on the the tradition of doing the man the match. Man of match of the day challenge in the final game of the season, which we did last yeah. season, came back and De Bruyne had got 19 points, which was very pleasant to have him captain. I I, I captain Sterling over De Bruyne as a punt on the final. I wasn't very happy to see that. They they <laughs> do you remember we watched match of the day together and they showed De Bruyne's goal because it was for goal of the year, and I was like, yeah. oh no, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was class. That match of the day was class, how they did the relegation battle. Hopefully it'll be similar this year if they're, if, if it's still alive at the end. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next game. Man U Brighton. I was feeling quite okay. confident with a 1-0 Man U Brighton, mm. but then Mason Greenwood starts to step up. I think we should be starting to take notice of Mason Greenwood. He seems to be getting quite a lot more minutes now. Marshall looks like he's got a longer-term injury. He's Mason out for the rest of the season. Well, even more of a reason to look at Greenwood he's definitely getting yeah. more minutes yeah. Yeah, James is also getting more minutes but Greenwood he's better than James 100% uh, I think yeah. Greenwood could could possibly become an option his, his finishing is insane Greenwood um, I was listening to Gary Neville saying he thinks that 
Greenwood is the only one, if Kane got injured, that has the finishing as good as Kane in the England team. Because Calvert-Lewin's the better player, but no one, Greenwood's finishing is insane. And we saw it last year as well. Um, I mean, at 7 mil, it's a bit steep, but if he gets a good run, he, he will score. He's very good, Greenwood. His finishing is very good. De- definitely someone to keep on the watch list, I think. He's played three ninety minutes in his last four games. And I think it will really? continue like that. Fixtures aren't bad either. Are we? If he plays well against Tottenham, he's he's a strong contender to come in for me. I really like him. I really like the guy. What? Him over Fernandes or him and Fernandes? Probably him instead of Fernandes. It's brave. Very brave. Uh, anyway, next last penultimate game, penultimate game, Everton Palace. We all back. We all seem to back Everton. We always seem to back Everton at home, but they never ever <laughs> seem to return. Crystal Palace getting the draw on Instagram. Got it right. Nothing much to say about this game. Do you think, Tom? No, apart from Calvert Lewin, you're a flop. <laughs> Where did he yeah. even play in that game in the end? I think he was moving out wide again. I didn't watch it because I I heard that he was going to be Richardson was starting up from him, which meant Calvert Lewin pushes out wide, which is the most stupidest thing ever. But yeah, <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, "It's going to Palace going to draw this, aren't they?" Everton's form at home is oh, horrific, and it was Batshuayi this time, not Benteke or Mateta. Batshuayi, so fair, fair play, fair play yeah. to Palace. One of the many strikers. Roy Hodgson just leaves on the bench from yeah. half the season. Pops up occasionally with a guy. Yeah. Typical Palace striker he is. <laughs> All right, last game. Wolves versus West Ham. Me and Tom, we both went with 1-0 West Ham, so we got the correct result. Good. Uh, Instagram had the correct result. Hugo went with the draw. Lingard, what a, what a goal. What a goal, Tom. Yeah, I know. He scores and assists again. I couldn't believe it. I told my brother to get him in in 29. Since 29, he's uh, he's had a bit of fun. Oh, yeah, 12 <laughs> and 12. 12 and 12. What a transfer that was. But yeah, he's a man that is what definitely on my watch list and will cut. I will, I will have him by the end of the season. I'm telling you that. Saying it live. He will be in my team for game 38 for sure. Um, and Masuaku's back. He marked with an assist. Very happy. I love him. So, and Rice out injured as well means that they'll probably stick to the five at the back. So, um, very happy to see that. I'm very happy to see Creswell drop to centre back as well. Um, obviously, still on corners, but yeah, Masuaki's back. That was when I saw that. I was like, yes, let's go. I love, I love him. Love him. You there, Chris? Yeah. I think I just Sorry. cut out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was just going to say fine. about Lingard, he's yeah. got 10 returns in his last eight games. Yeah. Really good consistency. He's only blanked once in those in that spell as well. He looks he, like a really good option. He's basically, so you remember Son at the start of the season, how he completely destroyed the expected, like, um, you know, like expected goals, expected assists. Lingard yeah. is basically doing Son now. He basically has an ex- he's basically has an expected like return of like Messi or something ridiculous like that. It's insane, and I think he'll keep it up. He's on he's on fire. He's definitely someone to to keep an eye on. 
Yeah, he's better than Suchek. <laughs> yeah, just about. <laughs> yeah, he could be coming in my team, but he might have to wait, to be honest. Triple West Ham, and they've got Chelsea in a couple of weeks. Seems like the wrong move. Yeah, because she you couldn't let go of buddy Suchek. <laughs> yeah, you did call yeah. it when I played my wild card, don't get Suchek. I was like, I'm getting Suchek, and it really has back Yeah. I know. It's because it's because I knew he'd had he'd had his scoring period. He wasn't gonna keep it up. So I got him off at the right time. But those fixtures at the end of the season, Chris, so West Ham, they're fighting Champions League. Burnley, Everton, Brighton, West Brom, Southampton. Oh they are some nice fixtures. Especially that Burnley game. I think I'm gonna win him for that Burnley game. That is, that yeah. is some nice fixtures. For sure. Get 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 on Jay Ling's, definitely. I, I can't agree more. He looks like a quality player. When Antonio doesn't play, he can even play as a striker as well. Looks like looks like a really, really quality player. Got confidence. He's I mean he scored a beauty against I think it was Arsenal. Yeah. He drove it into the top corner. He's got the confidence. He's playing like a beast. He wants to get England wants to get an England call up. And I think if he carries on this form he deserves to come. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Very impressive. All he needed was a good run of games and plays well. All right. One other man, one other man All right, that will be getting called up to his international squad is Mateo Kovacic, Tom, and you were quite impressed by his performance. Oh, yeah. Um, so Chelsea lost 5-2, so you'd think I'd go for a West Brom player, but very impressive Kovacic. I mean, I've never rated him really. I've always thought mm, he's all right. You know, him, Jorginho, Kante up. Kante's the best out there, my thought. And, you know, Kovacic and Jorginho, I never really know much about them. But especially this season, he's come to life and he's passing, he's tackling, he's moving. It was so good. He played so many nice passes. And I sat there in the game where I was like, he's going to be the guy I talk about in our pod. You know, even though, even when um, West Brom put in their fifth, I was like, it's got to be him, and very impressed with him. He's very like he's he's an all-round good player, reads the game well, and yeah, I was I was very unsurprisingly impressed. No surprise, surprising, whatever the word surprise. I was very surprised that I'm picking him, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, very very impressive. I mean, I, I don't know if you watched the game, but he's, he he has been class this season. I think. Yeah, I think he's he's more he's. Jorginho is more of a one-dimensional player with his passing. Mm. Kovacic is he can dribble, he can dribble, and he, he he seems like more of a better defensive player as well. I think he's got that he's got that desire to him that Jorginho is a bit more graceful. But with Kovacic, he's not just a passer like Jorginho. He can get a tackle and he makes he has good movement, good shot on him as well. I think he's more of an all-round player and he fits the Chelsea team quite well when they play with two centre-mids. Him and Georgina do seem to work quite well together better than better than him and Kante. So yeah, I like that you picked him out, Tom, because that kind of position, he's he's more of a workhorse, isn't he? He's, he doesn't set the world alight with any beautiful goals. I mean, occasionally he does get the odd goal. I think he scored two goals this season. So he's not getting much media attention, but his work is obviously valued very highly by Tuchel because he plays a lot of games. And so, yeah, I, I, I like that pick. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, do you want to talk about Matt HD Gamer? Matt HD Gamer? Are you referring to Nat Phillips, though? Yep. The lookalike. <laughs> I haven't heard of that comparison before. You haven't been on Twitter, then? <laughs> they look exactly the same. I'm sure Matt Matt's listening right now, but you know, he, he looked like Phillips. He looked like Phillips. Matt HD Gamer, you should be proud of yourself, mate. You put in a <laughs> sterling second half performance against Real Madrid, I thought. Getting blocks yeah, in yeah. all over the place. Headers, uh, winning headers. Keeping this, is man, quiet. this is a man who came into this Liverpool team. Yeah, I think he got called back from a loan, possibly, because of all the injuries. Uh, he had a bit of experience in Stuttgart playing, but he wasn't a regular starter there. He comes to Liverpool, and he was shaky at the start. You know, he was, you could tell he wasn't as good on the ball. He was just trying to get his head on everything. He, he, he wasn't the most composed player. But he's grown. He's just played away at Real Madrid. And I thought he was really solid. He was one of Liverpool's better players in the second half. He was blocking everything. Eh? His positioning has improved. He's, he, he, he's getting important touches on the balls in important moments. Like the, the chance where it was whipped into Benzema and Phillips got a little flick on the ball. Mm-hmm was taken away from him and that probably prevents a goal this is a man he's only 23 I think he doesn't look it but I think he is only 23 I don't think this is another Craig Dawson moment I think I'm pretty sure he is <laughs> 23 not like 35 I'll have a look yeah have a look for me but he's, he's really really improved this season I've been really impressed with, with his progression and 24 Liverpool he's 24 well that's, that's pretty good that's a lot better than last <laughs> time with Craig Dawson yeah. So he's shown incredible development this season. And I think that's a credit to himself and a credit to Klopp. But from an FPL perspective, Liverpool got good fixtures. They've got good fixtures coming up. I think on the FDR, they've only got one game above a three in the, the remaining eight or nine games this season. So they've got really, really solid fixtures. They've just kept the clean sheet away at Arsenal. I think he will pick up clean sheets once every three or four games. I think you can expect three three clean sheets at least from Liverpool in the last eight games. Uh, I think that's a reasonable expectation. And he's four minutes. And he, he has got a goal in him as well, I'm telling you. He has got a goal in him at some point before the end of the season. That Phillips will get his massive head on something and he will score a Trent, a Trent cross. I have him in my team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he's a very a really good enabler. Matt Phillips because I can't see him getting dropped for anyone. Reese Williams had a small spell in the team earlier in the season, but he seems to fall out of favour. Ben Davies, who came in from Preston, hasn't had a kick. It seems to be Phillips and Kavak. And I can't see that changing because I think they're Liverpool's best two centre backs, Barme Fabinho at this moment in time. Fabinho is so important in the CDM role that he's not going back to centre back as long as Kavak and Phillips are injury free. So Phillips, I think, is He's playing really well and he's got good fixtures. Playing the team that I think can can push on in the last eight games of the Premier League, especially if they fall out of the Champions League, they can really focus on the Premier League. I, I, I think you can expect three or four clean sheets and a goal from Phillips. And at four million, I think that makes him a really, really good option. Yeah. I mean, him getting two points every week at four mil is just perfect, really. Um, but John... Do you want to know something interesting? Do you know when Henderson's back, Chris, or not? 
It was originally supposed to be early April, but it was pushed back. I don't know. It's, it's not back till game week 38, and he might not even play that now. So it wow. doesn't look good for the Euros either. But like you said, Fabinho will be keeping that CDM role as he's so important there. Um, yeah, Phillips, obviously, I'm going to talk about him later on the World Cup. But he is very, very impressive. Very good. I'm surprised he's not talked about more, really. Everyone's, everyone's talking about Trent, and it's like there's a guy three mil cheaper. Right, for Liverpool. It's going to play. He's not going on something soon. Yeah. Hopefully not an own goal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to quickly touch on... I'm just going to do... I won't do the two players I've written down. I won't talk about Kane because we talk about him every week. Um, but I'll talk about Yotta just quickly. So obviously, again, <laughs> comes on, scores to... I, was, I saw his bench and I was like, haha, everyone that brought him in. That's quite funny. This is why I'm never getting Yossi on my wild card because he's going to get benched a lot. Uh, and then he scores two and I'm like, actually, this man has to be taken a bit more seriously. Um, but, yeah, brilliant goal to break the deadlock on his first one. And, uh, I mean, he, he's just so good. Um, and I, I don't, Obviously, he's not going to be nailed, but surely he starts most games, Chris, with how, with how he's playing. You'd yeah. think, you think even over Firmino, he can even play. A, they could play four up front. He can play instead of Mane. He can play Salah. He can play anywhere really. I think he's got to start at least at least six after the last eight. You'd say he starts. You'd think unless he's obviously the first choice centre forward, and he's also versatile, which makes him a very yeah. good option at And he came off for eighty minutes in the Champions League, so he's got his nice ten minute rest. Makes you feel a bit more sure about him starting this week. But yeah. He's so good. Um, what a bargain! When when I saw Liverpool brought him from Wolves, everyone was talking about him. I sort of found it a bit funny, really. I don't really, I didn't really know why they brought him, but he's been in class this season. I mean, eight goals, and he's only played like uh, he's played seven hundred and twenty-seven minutes, and he's got eight goals. That's a goal every every game. Yeah, every like like sixty minutes or so. Is it? 90 minutes. 90 minutes, yeah. Yeah, I think even in the international break, shot out Sean Ronaldo. He got three goals in two games. And the, I think two of the goals were headers. And with Liverpool's delivery, we saw Robertson to Jota against Leicester earlier in the season. We've seen Trent to Jota against Arsenal. The balls will keep coming in the box. They will keep coming and Jota... With Firmino not scoring, Jota's the man that will be sticking those chances away because Liverpool have still created chances from crosses from the fullbacks. They haven't been stuck away very much this season. But when they have been, most of the time it's been Jota. And with him back fully fit, he's come straight back and he's been really, really, really good. You know, he's been he's been scoring for fun. Straight off the back of an injury. You've got to remember, this is the three-month injury. He's just come straight back from, straight back into the national team, and he's outshone the the nation's greatest ever player. So, yeah, you, you cannot not take him seriously, Tom. I'd say. Yeah. Um. But did, was you say Ronaldo is the nation's greatest player? I would say most people would say that. What Portugal? You mean, yeah. 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 I mean, there's obviously likes of Eusebio, but yeah, you'd think so. 
I was just checking you didn't say the world's greatest player because that'd be a controversial discussion. But yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Sure, Yota. Yota is uh, on fire. Um, oh, if that's you done, Tom. Yeah. For a player to impress by, that's also me done. Move on. All right. Um, there isn't much injury update because the most of the press conference. Oh my gosh! Right, press conferences. <laughs> um, take a moment. Take a deep breath <laughs> and try again. Press conferences haven't been done. Um, the one player I'm keeping on is Grealish. He was told he'd be back. He was never back. Now apparently he's back in trolling. Dean Smith, who supposedly lives in the real world, even though he's lying to everyone. Nob. Um, so who knows what's going on there? Uh, but yeah, not mu- much in, not not much injuries news update. If you want to find that out, just check it yourself. <laughs> um, shall we move on to our watch list, Chris? Well, one thing I want to say about Grealish is that talking to a Villa fan, he was actually back in training last week. But he got another slight knock, sent back. Oh yeah, another yeah. week, another few days. So Dean Smith might have been living in the real world. Tom. Mm-hmm. I did actually hear that, but I don't know. We don't like we don't like Dean Smith over here on FPL. So, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting when he comes back. Need him back soon so he can play for England. Hopefully, um, do you want to talk about your watch list then? I just wanted to quickly touch on Man City players. We're seeing with their mm. Champions League, there looks like there will be a a noticeable difference in team selection between Premier League and Champions League now. And personally, I think Man City are qualifying for the semi-final. And I, I would not be surprised too if they made it all the way to the final. And so I think we can see a more consistent team selection in the Premier League. Um I think we can expect a lot more from Aguero, from Benjamin Mendy, and from Gabriel Jesus. So they are players that are on my watches for that reason. I don't think Man City are as good when they don't have the likes of Mares, the likes of Bernardo Silva, Gundogan. If they're not playing... Yeah, of course, of course. If they're not playing, then I don't think Man City are as fluid. I don't think Aguero and Jesus are as... Man City's attack with Aguero and Jesus just doesn't seem to be as fluid, but they will still pick up goals. Now. Will they still get the minutes? I don't know. I think Mendy could. I think Mendy could be a solid option because Cancelo will keep getting benched. Pep just loves benching him. He absolutely loves it. So I think we got we got to watch. I think it's too early to make decisions now, Man City players. We got to look for who are the most nailed players, and if Man City go through against. Dortmund, then that means that they've got another two games of Champions League. So that's, what, three or four game weeks of FPL that we can have a quite a good idea of what the team section will be. So I think I think we need to watch. We need to watch and see what happens this weekend and next weekend, and then we've got a good idea what we can do with the likes of Mendy and Aguero. Yeah. I think I still think even whoever plays in the Champions League, I still think guessing Pep's line up for the premise. You can you can sort of tell but it's Pep, like he'll probably play like Foden three games in a row and then bench him for like the Champions League final or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I think like you said, there is a few players and Mendy loves a goal. He started 
His last two, he scored two, I think. The last two, he started. So, so he does love a goal. Um, but I think everyone's hopping off. Well, I think people are either going one city or triple city. Um, I think I think it's it's a, their fixtures aren't great as well. Um, but yeah, um, they're definitely a team to watch, especially for you. Maybe go a differential like Mendy or Aguero. Um, I'm so obviously I'm wild carding this week, so my watch list is sort of hard to do because I'm basically not really watching anyone because I'm wild carding. But players for the future, uh, Lingard. Obviously, I'm going to watch Rafinha as well in their fixture swing. And that man, Callum Wilson, who will be in my team in 37. I can promise you that. Um, we can, yeah, that's a FPL apprentice promise that Wilson will be in there for 37 and 38, as long as he's not injured. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not not, not loads of players. As I'm, I'm still decided who's definitely coming in my wild card. See, wild card in this week. So, so not loads of players in there, but you know, just just the main ones with good fixtures, and I'm I'm sure it changed next week after different games. But yeah, just just watching certain teams and watching their fixture swings, and I think Greenwood as well is another player to add there. He said, um, but yeah, not, not not loads really for me this week. It's hard for you when you're playing your wild card. I had the same problem when I was playing my wild card. I was I was saying all these players that are already in my team. We'll get onto your wild card later. But for now, we'll move on to our differential for this week. I'll start us off. I've gone for Cedric Suarez. Now, I fully expect him to start a left-back for Arsenal in the absence of Tierney. Tierney's out for a month. He's back at that yeah. game at 35 or 36. And Cedric, I think, will play left-back. And Arsenal have a very enticing fixture away at Sheffield United. I think we can expect a clean sheet. I think we can expect a couple of goals from Arsenal. And I think Cedric's Cedric will make passes into the box that could end up with assists. I, w- I wouldn't expect any kind of a of a attack in return, but I think there's if you're a hopeful type of person, then I think uh, a twelve pointer from Cedric could be on the cards. And I think Arsenal's next two games, Sheffield United and Fulham, two games where clean sheets are expected. Really, I would say. I know they just got smashed very near by Liverpool, but they have been doing slightly better recently, and I think we can expect them to to win the next two games with clean sheet. Yeah, well, obviously that makes Chambers even more nailed, Chris. And apparently, they were attacking down the right, so Tierney wasn't attacking at all. So apparently, I think you've picked the wrong Arsenal fullback. I think okay. Chambers, because the last, not Liverpool, the game before was it West Ham. Tierney didn't get forward at all. It was Chambers. It was all down Chambers' side and he was the one bombing forward. So, I mean, Cedric's a good shout. Obviously, he might... But I think Chambers there could could be another good option. But, like you said, Arsenal's fixtures are good. So, there should be some clean sheets there. So, I wrote that. Um, rate that. Well, it's, it's a very nice differential. I just want to add with Chambers. Is, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really consider it that much. I remember the West Ham highlights. He was definitely the more attacking. But we don't know whether Arteta set up that way because he prefers Tierney as a more defensive player. And now that Cedric's back, he might prefer Cedric as a more attacking player. We're not exactly sure. Yeah. Chambers, yeah, they're both 4.5 million on FPL defenders. I think they could offer some good value going forward. I, I don't think either of them 
we'll miss a game until Tini gets back. Unless, well, we're not really sure what's going to happen with Hector. We'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. I think, well, I think Cedric's pretty nailed at left back there. And Chambers, there is still that chance of rotation. Well, yeah. Well, if we had Winter on, he'd be saying, go for it because he hates Bellerin. And this, I was <laughs> listening to Winter's pod, obviously. Make sure you check that out with a minute to go pod. But they were doing the Arsenal rebuild and that him and him and Matt both wanted Bellerin out. And apparently, Arsenal are looking to sign Hakimi, Chris. Oh, him on FPL, wow. you know, that a right back. Him, if Arsenal get good, could be a good option. But yeah, I'm, I think, like you said, Bellerin won't be back in favour by the sounds of like, what Alfie says and that. So yeah, I like that. Um, good option there. But um, and and if Bellerin does start this weekend, we'll have Winter on next week, and we can ask him about that. Why he's starting? Why <laughs> Bellerin's starting? We can we can have Winter have a have a little talk in it. Um, so it'd be good to hear his opinion. But I think he'd be he'd be telling you that that's a good pick there. Um, mine is a, a bit of a different man. Um, Chris Wood plays for under Sean Dutch for Burnley. Um, what team? But uh, you know they're playing Newcastle now. I think. Newcastle are going to have to attack this game. They need to win it. And Burnley attack the game as well. And Wood's got three goals, one assist in his last three games. So like, what, that, that's, a, that's a return and a half. And, and he, when he's, when he's on form, when he's playing, when he's not injured, he always scores. He's a poacher. He's, he's a good header. He's a good finisher. He knows the game well. He's really good. And I think he's a very good differential. And I will talk about him later as I'm considering him myself. Yeah, good differential there, don't you think, Chris? I'm not sold. I don't like it. Sold? No, I don't like it. I just don't Don't like Burnley attack. I really don't like Burnley attack. But but I might might be stuck in the past. I might be living in the past, to be honest. Because as you said, Burnley have started to come out their shell a bit in an attacking sense in recent months. Maybe I just haven't adapted that yet. Because he has got four returns in the last three games. Uh, yeah. Is he nailed? I think he probably is nailed. It's between Vidra and Rodriguez for the other spot. The Barnes out injured. He's on penalties. You know, things look good. Maybe I, I, I might be living in the past, but I, I would never get rid of him. Well, I just really don't like that boot. Yeah, but when when was the last time you watched Burnley play? Quite a while ago, but it's just Burnley. Yeah, I probably am living in the past, but it's just Burnley. It's not. It, it's not the. It's not the sit back. They literally. Hence why Tottenham scored. How many they scored against Burnley? They literally attack. Is he's insane? Because you watch, you watch, you watch me get with this week, and you watch them this week, and watch them score a hat trick. But um, I would never normally consider Burnley attack. But they, trust me, they're they're a different team. I don't know why. I don't know what Sean Dutch is doing, but it's not working. So he needs to go back to his. I, I thought after the Tottenham game they would, but they're still attacking games. Um, so I, I don't know why, but they just have. I, I don't know why you change your system. It's very strange. Um, but yeah, uh, fair enough, fair enough. It, I mean, I, I thought I'd never be thinking about would either, to be honest. But um, mate, my mind's uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm a bit lost. I don't know. But um, yeah, I still think it's a good option. Uh, we're gonna. I'm just gonna run us through something new. Um, that I, I think I am gonna touch on again in a couple of weeks as well. I'm going to up, keep it updated. So it's called a Captain Matrix. But we're doing our FBR apprentice style. I've stolen it from Black Books, but they have their own style one. We're doing our own one. 
So I've looked, especially this week on what is on wildcard, and I've looked at the big hitters. So Vardy, Kane, Son, Fernandez, and KDB. Not looking at any differentials, not looking at any cheap, cheaper good players. And I've looked from 31 to 38. Who actually is the best captain? Like, who do you, who do you, who do we actually, who's essential? Who do you, who do I want? And I, obviously, this could differ for for you, but but um, and I was looking, and I was thinking, all right. So I write down the the, the best fixtures, and I highlight the player. Um. So obviously, this week you got Gamic thirty-one, and I think I didn't put Kane actually, which is probably which probably should be on there. I didn't really think. I, I'm still not sold on Kane at United, to be honest. I don't I don't get the hype around it. But for me, I put I put Salah and Salah and KDB, and for me, it's Salah. Now, I won't tell you who I put every week, but from 31 to 38, I've gone Salah and then Kane. Okay. And then Salah and then Kane and then Kane and then Salah and then Salah and then Salah. So, out of the big hitters, I'm only going to captain Kane and Salah. Now, this could obviously change. So, it makes the likes of Vardy and Fernandes not as important for me as I'm not going to captain them if you look at it that way. Could I go somewhere different? Like, with big hitters, you can have them in there, but if you're not going to captain them, they're not going to be as effective because they're going to be so high owned. So it's like the main ones I need is Salah and Kane, obviously the most important. And with the rest, I can just see but, um, that I think, I think it's quite interesting to look at when you say. Yeah. I like that you've done that because putting it in that, pers- in that perspective, you get to see that Salah and Kane are probably the two most important players in the running before the end of the season. And the only, the only thing I'd say is that Kane is playing the same fixture as Son every week. Son is back from injury. We expect to play 90 minutes every game pretty much from now on. So if you don't have Kane, then you've got Son as well. But I think we've got to look at this as, as a Spurs and Spurs and Liverpool double up in, on the, in both of their attacks. It's got to be on the cart. They got they both both teams have got the fixtures, and doing doing this captain matrix does change your has certainly changed my perspective slightly, because Fernandez, a player like Fernandez, doesn't seem so important. Salah, Kane, and Son seem like the more important players as a result of you doing this matrix. Before I would have said, oh yeah, Fernandez is probably just as important as a as a Kane. And a son, but now looking at this, I think Salah and Kane are pretty much must haves, uh, and mm. Son's pretty in as a pretty close second. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, people might want to captain for that sometimes, and there is times when you could, but it is, it's good to look at, I think. And obviously, they're the most, they're the ones that take up the most of your budget, so it's good to see who you actually need and who you don't need. I it was a nice little idea. And we can update it and check back to it and see if it was they were the right ideas. Maybe go for a differential one sometimes. But yeah, I, I, I thought it was a nice, nice little addition there. Um, nice little added thing there. Um, if you haven't got anything else to say on it, we can move on to the captain poll from Instagram. Yeah, that's it. All right. So obviously, put up the polls on Instagram again. Thanks to everyone that does them. Um, but did my usual captain one again. I mean, I put them. I think the best captain options for this week's Salah, Sashiota. I put Kane, City midfielder, and then just other. So Salah and Yota one, playing Villa. Uh, 
and Kane second and other and seeing midfielder Drew. Do you think that's correct, Chris? Say that again. Do you think it's correct or do you want me to say the order again? Yeah, can you say the order again? So Salah and Yotta won. So like Salah or Yotta. And then it was Kane and then it was City midfielder and other Drew. So like they were the same votes. Do you think that's correct order? I think City definitely last because we just don't know what's going to happen with rotation. You know, mm. Two hugely important games against Dortmund, either side of this fixture against Leeds. You can't you can't really back any one of those City players to start, I don't think. Kane in second. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Man United at home. I know it's Kane, but Man United are quite good defensively, especially in these big games. They beat City 2 0. They've held Chelsea to a nil, a nil-nil earlier in the season. I don't think many goals are scored in these games. Um, obviously, the Spurs Man U game earlier was in the season was six-one, but that was in a very strange time of the season where there was weird results flying about every week, more than one weird result every week, and that's not going to get replicated. I, I really can't see any one of those attacking players getting much. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, uh, a low-scoring game between Spurs and Man United, uh, and which is why I think Salah and Jota first make sense because I think Villa are giving away more chances than they were earlier in the season, and Liverpool really want to bounce back from a loss in the Champions League. Yeah, I know. I look at that and I'm like, I don't really want to captain someone against Villa, but who else is there to captain? And back in Salah. Yotta are good options there. Not the best week for a captain. Could there be a differential captain, maybe? Captain Chris Wood. Someone like that, maybe. No not sure on that. Yeah, not sure on that. Um, should we move on to our teams? Let's do it. I think we're both undecided. Obviously, I've hit the wild card. Do you want to talk about your team first, Chris? Yeah, some my team's pretty relevant for this week. Tom, as you're hitting the wild card, I'd rather talk about yeah. Your wildcard picks. I'll run it. I'll run through my team quickly. Triple Chelsea defence. Uh, Cancelo and Creswell. As I said, I don't know what's happening with Man City. Cancelo. Fenia, Gundogan. Doesn't feel me that much confidence. I think Salah will hopefully get a goal. Gundogan will he even start. I've no idea. Rafinha, I've got a decent feeling about Rafinha. I think he could turn up against City. Bamford, I've got absolutely no hopes for. I don't think he's going to do anything. Watkins, who has any idea and Kane Man United at home I think he could be in for a goal eight points is his max I feel like though my front line is playing Man City Liverpool or Man U which doesn't feel me much confidence at all I'm playing four at the back which ain't great I don't think both the Cancelo and Gundogan will start so I think Suchek will be coming off the bench my 9.3 million midfielder Gareth Bale will be sitting third <laughs> on my bench Tom unless you've got any imp on that uh, and you expect him to start he will be staying on my yeah. bench so yeah, I'm not feeling very confident this week. I'm just gonna. I think I might just roll the transfer because I, I don't, I haven't got any strong ideas of what I want to do. And if I get Jota in this week, I can't really get in Son next week. I don't think I want to get in Son next week. Yeah, I think I really don't like Bamford still being there. Um, when his fixtures are tough, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, that there's not much you can do. But I like I rate the bat the bail third. He won't be getting back in the team. There's no reason for him to. To play, he doesn't even get used. Oh, he did get used as a sub, but he, he was useless. He came on, scored a free kick, and then did nothing. So, 
I'll write that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all there is for me to say. I'm not feeling very confident for this week. Uh, my captaincy will be on anyone that I feel like tomorrow evening because at the moment I have no idea. Could be Gundogan, but it probably won't be. It'll probably, well, it'll probably be Salah to be honest. But Aston Villa at home doesn't feel with that much confidence. I can't lie. Unless I bring in someone on the transfer, but even then, who do I think is going to go big this week? I have no idea. Lacazette is an option I've considered, but is his minutes confirmed? No. I don't think there's any there's any real standout options this week in terms of captaincy. To be honest with you, I think he you could take a punt this week. Kane against Manu doesn't feel with confidence to sell at home to Villa and Man City. You just have no idea who's going to play. So who do you captain this week? It's a bit of a it's anyone's game. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, it's a tough one. Go against the curve, maybe, but there isn't really anyone to go against the curve with. So, yeah, it's time for Chris Wood to step yeah, up. Yeah, it is. Um, should I talk about my wild card then? Yeah. So if you can go through your wild card, Tom, and just explain your thinking for for each position, and I'll give my opinions on that, and hopefully. It will help you build a slightly better wildcard squad than you currently have. Yeah, right. So the first man on the team sheet was Forster as my backup goalie. Four mil. Looks like he's the nail of Southampton keeper, so it's perfect. And then for the second keeper, four options here. Leno, Larice, Michael, Mendy. Now, bye-bye Mendy. He's gone. Bye-bye Larice. Now, it's between Shemichael and Leno. Now, I brought in Pereira and that was the worst transfer ever. So I think it's bye-bye Schmeichel. So I think Leno is going to be my keeper. Good fixtures. Again, <laughs> Arsenal player though, but has to be done. Uh, uh, no one's going to match Martinez for points. But I think with the clean sheets and, you know, Arsenal are a bit shaky. He'll make a few saves and he's a good goalie. I- I'm not sure what you think of that, but I think I think he's all right. Look, looking at their fixtures, only the Chelsea away game would I say, or oh, clean sheet, is that really going to happen? Probably not. Seven of the other eight games, no, seven, no, the other seven games, the other seven games, I can see a clean sheet in all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't get a clean sheet in all of them, but if you gave me them each as one-off games, I'd be like, yeah, they could definitely keep a clean sheet in that one. So they, all these games have good potential for clean sheets. Leno will pick up some saves. And because as you said, Arsenal aren't the aren't the most watertight defence like like a Man City and a, a Chelsea who don't concede as many shots. Arsenal concede some more shots. So I think you can expect a, a Leno ten pointer at some point in the next seven game weeks. Some I think that's a solid decision. I really do. They're playing a lot of bottom half teams. And they're playing Chelsea in game thirty six. And when they play Chelsea in game 36, Forster plays full of yeah, mind. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. That works nice. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. That's a good combination. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel going without Martinez? So you've had him all season pretty much. Tom. Yeah, I know. It's sad, but I think he, he has one more haul in him. But I think I want, I want to attack the wild card. And I think sticking with him just isn't attacking it enough. Um, I feel all right. You know, he, he will get saves and he'll get one haul, but I think it's now is the perfect time. If there's any time, now is the perfect time to move off. 
I like that. Although they've got some tough fixtures coming up. They've still got a double, though, and you're going to miss out on that. Uh, no, but I won't. I like Ben's fixtures. Because I'll probably free hit when they you double won't. and he'll be in. Probably. Wow. Okay, make his Well, name. Well, so it could be in 35, so I... Yeah. If if they right. double in thirty five, then and I and I free hit, then he'll be in, or I free hit in thirty three, and he'll play against West Brom. So he will feature one more time in my in my team, Martinez. I'm certain of that. But yeah, if I can't get him in the double, that'd be the only worry. But it is it's Everton and it's I don't know who the other team is they'll double against, but. Yeah, I don't know if there'll be two clean sheets there. But yeah. Um, moving to my defence. So the nailed players in defence at the moment are Cody. He's been in there from about a couple of weeks back when I saw the run of fixtures. It's Phillips as well. He's been in there since you mentioned him the other week on the pod. And it's Asby or and Rudiger. One of them's definitely. Um, might go both. Masuaku. <laughs> is in there as well 4.3 mil he's going to be in there he will probably sit on my bench for a one he might play the uh, 32 actually but I want him in there for that and I think he's good for the fixture as long as he keeps his place and then obviously the fifth defender I do have Mitchell but I don't want Mitchell because he's not going to play so it will probably be Rudiger so the defence is Cody Phillips Asby Masuaku and Rudiger now, I, I just don't know really who else to have in there, to be honest. What do you think of that? Right, well, I think Cody's got the fixtures. Wolves don't fill me with that much confidence. No. I don't know if they're still playing four at the back of the time. Yeah, sadly. That doesn't fill me with confidence. If it was five at the back, I'd have been like, yep, that's a great that's a great decision getting on Cody. He's been, he's scored a goal for England. He scored a goal for Wolves this season. He's showing more goal threat because he's going forward for set pieces now. So he has got that goal threat which can bring you a six-pointer. Six points plus the clean sheet and a 15-pointer in one game week, Tom. But I, I know the fixtures are great, but I still think they'll concede uh, a few times. I think, is his price five? No, nah, like 4.7. That's, yeah, that's still very cheap. So. Yeah. Now, that's solid. If you want to go cheap in your defence, if you go that Asby, you will be going very cheap in your defence. Then, I don't think he's a bad option. Have you considered the, uh, a full-back for no. Wolves? Not Semedo. We're not talking about Semedo. I don't know. I don't know how much is Semedo. Is he 5 mil or not? 5.2, maybe? I'm just not sold. I don't know. I don't know why. I just think Cody's. I think Cody's going to score once. And I can't see Semedo scoring. And also, I just prefer Cody's English as well. And I like the English picks. Um, but there's just something about Semedo. I don't know. I just don't like him. He's been shaky this year. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. There's something about him. Like you and Chris Wood, me and Semedo. Other than that. Masuaku, I really like that. 4.3 mil. Yeah. I expect him to play every game left wing back. Do you think Kufau is our better option playing as a fullback? A yeah, back? I do. But because Masuaku probably will sit on my bench for the next couple, he might play one. I don't want Kufau because he's a bit more expensive at the moment. 
So when West Ham's fixtures turn, I might go Kufel as well. Um, but at the moment, Masuaki's in there as a placeholder because he's cheap. I like that. I like that. Rudiger, I don't think Rudiger's nailed, but he is cheap. You've got to look at this team and think, well, we'll have, a, we'll have three playing defenders every week. Cody, Aspi, and one of the other three, most certainly you will do. So Rudiger missing out is not too much of a big deal. He does take some long shots as well. He took one against Porto, which nearly led to a goal from Havertz. <laughs> so I think I think a goal could be coming at some point for Rudiger. He loves, he loves taking a shot. But I think that's solid. You've gone cheap. And I know you're considering Trent, who would have yeah. been a lot more expensive than any one of these players. But I think going cheap is probably the sensible thing to do. You're, you're probably maximising your budget going cheap at the back because there's more points potential in midfield. And as we're about to find out, your midfield is stacked. <laughs> so let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, so it's going to go slash Mahrez. And Mahrez is no, so it's Gundogan. And it's... <laughs> I don't need Gundogan, but I still want him for this Leeds game, and he will go in a couple of weeks. But Gundogan's just going to be in there, and then it's Yotta or Madison, Yotta. So it's Yotta, okay. and then it's Salah, Fernandes, and Son. <laughs> what a midfield! Uh, I think Salah's one hundred percent yes, Son's one hundred percent yes, Yotta's one hundred percent, and then it's. Gundogan and Fernandes. I can't get to Madison from Gundogan, so I think Gundogan's yes. And then Fernandes, he just he just picks up assists and goals. Like, like I said, the, the captain thing, I tried to do the captain thing to convince myself not to go in, but I'm still not sure. He's still in there. I think he will be. I can easily move off him, I guess, but I don't know. What do you think? The Bruyne is there at a similar price. Yeah. Didn't think about that. Mm, I still think I prefer Fernandes to De Bruyne if you could get to De Bruyne I'd, I might go De Bruyne I think I prefer Fernandes De Bruyne will play most games to be fair though but I don't like decision you got I don't make. know if I like going without Fernandes to be honest I think Gundogan can cover De Bruyne as well and I don't want I want to sort of move off City soon as well completely Unless they get knocked up, then. Yeah. Do you think about no Madison, though? Yeah. Not a problem. I know, but we don't. I think he came off the bench in the last game. Yeah, yeah. I know you've got a, you've got a little bit of a love affair with him and half guards and James Justin. I think he's coming back from an injury, and you can't expect him to hit the ground running. We don't know what's going to happen with Ian Atchu as well. Is he just going to? Is Madison just going to come back and take his place back like nothing ever happened with Ianacho? Probably, because it's Madison. But we don't know if he's going to hit the ground running. He might not be his true self for a few weeks. And by that point, his, his run of good fixtures is nearly over. So I don't think it's a problem. No, I know. It would have just been nice. But that is the reason why I haven't got him, because he, he didn't even start last game. We don't know where he's going to play. Um, but yeah, the, I'm not really considering anyone else. If I didn't get Gundogan, it'd probably be Lingard or Rafinha. But I don't know. And Fernandes. Fernandes will probably be in there just because it's Fernandes. Uh, should I go to my attack? Well, I think I think you should definitely consider Lingard over Gundogan. 
Yeah, I'm I'm going to switch Gundogan to Lingard when in 34. So it's just who do I want in the next three. Right. Gundogan doesn't play 33. I could even I might even switch Gundogan after 32. I really want him for the Leeds game. Though. I have a good feeling. Gundogan, yeah, Lingard will be in soon. So I think I don't need him at the moment. I think one one thing. So so basically, right? So so I so at the moment I have to go in entry in the entry up front because I have Fernandes. So it's, it's in the entry and Fernandes or Vardy and like another midfielder that's probably like under eight mil, Lingard. like a Lingard. Yeah, I'm not sure really with that. No. I won't do that. No. I I was thinking I've had Vardy before. I, he's not he's playing I don't know, he's he's been going out wide more as well. He hasn't there's nothing to con, he hasn't convinced me really, apart from those three assists. Um and I think he's expensive again. So yeah, I think the front line in the Encho, not Wilson at the moment, in the Encho, Wood and Kane. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying Wood. And he's in for this week. He's gonna start this week. Iniencho will drop to the bench and it'll be Kane and Wood I can't believe it I'm, it might change but I, I don't know I'm feeling pretty I'm really really confident with him I don't know why uh, what do you think? I've seen Iniencho and Wood you're going to play them you're going to play one of them each week and if Iniencho's nailed then they're going to rotate quite nicely yeah Am I convinced on either of them? No. But could they work well together? Possibly, yeah. But it's not very conventional going Ian Atcher and Wood. It's quite quite an abnormal couple of punts. But go for it. Tom. With, go for with, it. Does, it, does, it doesn't fill me with confidence for some reason. Kane with those who just don't know quite right. I know, but there's value in my midfield. The only problem is... So with any actually, okay, if he gets benched one game, he's out my team straight away because I'm I'm not having him if he's not going to start games. So that's what I'm going to bench him this week. And if he doesn't start, then I'll just have to make a transfer. I don't have loads of money. I'm not. I'm still not convinced. I, I think Gundogan will go pretty quickly after this Leeds game. I think it's just as long as, long as Salah, Fernandes, and Son are nailed and Kane, Yota should start most games as well. So that's that's those four in the midfield. Okay. So that sh- should be fine. And I, my defenders are nailed as well. So they sort of rotate well. Is there anyone you think I'm missing? It's not in there. Well, see, you've gone a bit cheaper at the back. So you've got no Man City defender. Yeah. Could that be a problem? I've always said with Diaz... Who will probably play seven out of the last eight games in the Prem? He will get you consistent returns, but he's just he's not very explosive. He's only once had a double digit haul. He's not gonna hurt you as much and he is now six mil. I know you've had him for a long time, so for you it'd only be about No, because I got rid of him in thirty. So it would be six mil now. It's yeah. a lot. That's a lot, and I don't think he's. I know Aspie's a similar price, but he does show more goal threat. I feel like. So you are not. You're going without Man City defense, which could backfire. But Man City, we don't even know D 
Diaz is going yeah. to start, let's be honest. We don't know for sure he's going to start every game. Cancelo, we definitely don't know. At that point, you're only really left with Diaz. Diaz, I think he can go without him. I really think he can go without him because he's not so exposed. So, maybe going with that Man City is a risk, Tom. But I think I, I, don't, I would be happy to take that risk. Yeah, my only worry, my only problem with City defence is they're going to rotate that back line so often in the Prem. Pep's not going to care about the clean sheets now. They lost their run. Like they're just gonna, they're just gonna outscore opponents. I think like there'll be one or two clean sheets, but we don't like you said. We don't know who's going to play in that back line. If Mendy's signing a lot, he doesn't feel me in confidence for clean sheets. There'll be a mistake. I just, I just, if if you change up the defense every game, I just can't see clean sheets. Really, I just don't like it. Really, um, but like it's a bit boring as well. Diaz, it's expensive as well. Highly own now, Yeah, I know. I feel like now is the perfect time to get off them, and they can't punish me. He's he, like you said, it's six points. So that doesn't. I can't most weeks, maybe seven, maybe eight. It's not going to punish you much. I don't think. Do you think? No, I I definitely feel like you're attacking this this wildcard, Tom. You've gone for a lot of players. A lot of people wouldn't even consider on the wildcard. Leno, Cody. Phillips, Masuaku, Ianacho, Wood, and Aspi. I think they're all they're all players that can help you rise the ranks. I like the I like that you're going for it. You're not you're not sitting to the template, going boring with Diaz players like that. You're really you know you know no Bamford, no Watkins, yeah, no. Antonio. You know Ianacho and Wood are completely different players. Uh, you're going for it. And I think that's that's what we should all strive to do. Go for it and see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Just job. quickly, Antonio is now out for the rest of the season. Well, because he what's he done now? He hamstring. went off injured. Yeah, his hamstring. So Bowen's going to play up front. No. Oh. I know. Nice little punt there. I think that increases Lingard. Yeah, it does. I think I le- I will be on Lingard as soon as possible. I just want to keep. I just want Gundogan. I have a very good feeling he's going to get benched probably now. But good feeling. Do you think? So obviously, I'm looking at other defenders. I can't really fight. Do you think like as being really good double up is fine? Like, do you think it's too much? No, no. no. I still back Chelsea's defense. Yeah, I, I don't think there'll be much change. I, I'm like, I'm more convinced of the team. I like five playing defenders as well, and if and I can easily. Well, I I I'm think I should have a bit of money left in the bank, so I can switch in the intro to like a a Watkins if I have to to a Bamford. So I should be fine. I think it's a good team. It's, it's a big big part of the season. I've got them. I've got the Salah and I've got the Kane. I've got the Son. So I think I'm ro- I'm rolling to go. It would just be my only worry is Yota does what he did before, where he was really good, and then Jumbo got benched, kept getting benched when we when everyone got him in. I think he will start more now though. Liverpool chasing Champions League. He's got to start surely. Most games. You'd think. That is my only worry with Jota. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's good. I like I can look at it. I'm more convinced now. I'll probably lock it in soon. Make the final transfers. Um do you know, should we move on to prediction game? Yeah, let's finish it off. Let's have a look at these games actually. Remember who's playing who? 
All right, is your pen and paper ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, Fulham versus Wolves. I'll go with. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna back a one-all. This game. That's fair. That's a fair enough prediction. I think Fulham haven't looked quite so good recently. The last three or four games have not been at the standard. Uh, the Fulham. They haven't been at quite the same level in the past four games as probably the the couple months preceding them. And it's hard to back them to win. Me having some support biases back Fulham to win one nil. Josh, who is who will be on in a couple of weeks, has given predictions for this week for the guest. He's gone with two on walls, which is a, you know a respectable decision, I think. Instagram has backed the draw. So you know, the complete array of results. So someone will be winning and someone will be losing. Yeah. I know I can see it going either way or a draw. So I just draw. Uh oh, next game. It has Goldfest written all over for me, but then Leeds are quite solid. I'm gonna go. I'm really tempted to back Leeds. I'm gonna go three one city actually. I'm not sure. Earlier in the season we saw a one one in this game. A lot of chances, but only two goals. So I've gone with a, a two one to Man City. I expect they'll yeah. win. Josh has gone with three nil City in Instagram, as understandably and expectedly back Man City to win. Yeah. All right, Liverpool Villa. It depends if Grealish is back. We don't know if he's back. Two nil Liverpool. I'm going. I just don't know what to expect with this Aston Villa side. Yeah, I've got, I've just got a. Well, I don't have confidence in Liverpool. Total confidence in Liverpool at home still, after such a poor streak at home. I can see Watkins bagging himself a goal. I can see a one-one. I can also see a two or three-nil Liverpool. I can also see an Aston Villa win, but. Like you in the first game, Tom for the Wolves, I'm just going to back the draw. Fair enough. It's it's a guess in the dark, really, for me. Yeah, fair enough. Josh is back Liverpool to win, and Instagram has gone with the draw. Yeah, respectable there. Respectable opinions. All right. Chelsea Palace. I think they'll keep a clean sheet, but I'm going to go 2-1 Chelsea. It's going to be a late Benteke goal, something to ruin... All our nights. So I'm going to have to back. I'm going to go 2 1. I think they'll keep a clean sheet, but I can just see it. I can just see it happening. I've gone with 2 0 Chelsea. So is Josh and Instagram's back. Chelsea to win. Again, completely understandable decision. Let's hope we don't see another 5 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's hope we do. But the Champions League race. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very true. Burnley, Newcastle. I'm expecting about a 4 0 Burnley from you, Tom, with Chris Wood captaincy in mind. Yeah, I'm going to go 3 3 1 Burnley. Wow. I'll add to back the 1 1. It's boring. I can't really predict. I've just gone with a pretty (laughs) generic result. Two boring teams, to be honest. I've never 
already been that enthralled watching. Josh has gone with 1-0 to Newcastle. It's going to be the draw. 1-0 Newcastle. Oh, that's brave. Wilson back. Scores a goal. Be nice. West Ham, Leicester. Yeah. Are you playing Creswell in this game? 2-1 Leicester. Yeah, I've Yeah. Well, I don't have to. But sure, I'm playing, yeah. I'm going to go 2 all. Josh has gone with 2 all. I've gone with 2 Leicester, one. Leicester weren't amazing against City. But West Ham cannot just keep winning. Surely not. You know, I feel like their run's got stopped. So. Actually, change your mind. 2-1 West Ham. Why have you changed your mind? I don't know. I, I, I think West Ham are on better form. Lingard's on form as well. I think they're, they're going to beat Leicester. Can't see Leicester winning. I don't think Madison will start either. I, don't, I can't see them winning. Fair enough. All right, well, we'll move on to probably the biggest game of the weekend, Spurs versus Manchester United. <laughs> I'm going to go one all. Well, the club, I've gone with one all. Josh has gone with two on. To who? Instagram's gone with Man United to win. Josh has gone with two on to oh, right. Tottenham. Yeah, I could go either way. It depends how Ole sets up. He sets up for a boring nil-nil. If he attacks the game. Spurs will attack the game, I think. I hope so, but I wouldn't be surprised if Mourinho goes. Right, lads, we'll take a 1 1 here. I want to lose any more ground on the top of the ball. Kane and Son would just won't let him. They would just win this. That would be hectic. I, I mean, I hope it's another 6 1 to Spurs, to be honest with you. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'll leave my captain to okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the next game. Wow. The last time I backed Arsenal to win and the week after Alfie came on, they lost and they should have won, but I'm still going to back Arsenal. 2-0 uh, Arsenal. Oh, I've gone with 3-0. Josh has gone with 2-0. Instagram's gone with Arsenal. Seems like a very realistic scoreline. I feel like with Sheffield United, they got battered by Leicester. I can see Arsenal battering as well. Yeah. Fair enough. West Brom Saints. I'm back in the West Brom survival. 2-1 West Brom. Wow. How far away are West Brom from Fulham now? I still think it's it's, it's still away. I mean, look, it, they're closing it, but... Look, you, well, you say the predictions was to check. I'll come with 2-1 to Southampton. They've just won... It's burning. I think they were 2 0 down in that game. So they made quite a big Yeah, they fight. were. Ingsy on fire. So that should give them confidence. I've gone with them to win again. Ings to score you know, again. Just quickly. And Josh has gone with 1 1. It's kind of a draw. It's, it's interesting because um, I was looking at Adams as an option and then he got benched at Burnley. I don't know if that's because he played a lot for Scotland, yeah. but he was going to be my one of my strikers. But I feel like he'd be benched too much. West Brom uh, 5 off Fulham, Chris. Eight off Newcastle. Never know. Still in with the, the fixtures shot. aren't the worst either. 
if the, if that happened, imagine Big Sam said he'd do some uh, some stuff that no one's ever seen him do before. Maybe some, maybe a a repeat of Gary Lineker in his Leicester pants. Steve, um, Sam Adice would be with no pants on. He'd be running up, probably do something, probably be naked or something. He promised some amazing celebrations. So I'd like to see them. We got back to this from. Let's not go into any more details. Though. I don't think. Any of us need to imagine <laughs> Sam Allardyce running around the Hawthorns naked while shitting himself. Yeah. But anyway, West Brom do have decent fixtures in the next four. But after that, Arsenal, Liverpool, West Ham needs tough games. So they can pick up points in those games. And, you know, strange things can happen in the last few games when the team is really pushing, really, really pushing to survive. So, yeah, West Brom, I can see where you're back from. They'll be confident as well. They'll be very confident. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Final game. And the last game. I'll go with Spinal. To who? To Brighton. Josh has gone with 2 0 to Everton. I'm going to go 1 0, Brian. Instagram? I feel more confident back in them after they thrashed Newcastle at home for you. Where have the Instagram gone? Draw. You think uh, Brighton is safe from relegation? Yeah, or? yeah, I think so. I pick up a few more points as well. Yeah, I think they're fine. That'd be tough. Well, that concludes episode number twenty-one of the FBL Apprentices. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, as per. Yeah, um, we we'll post the teams on Instagram. Obviously, remember to check us out and share with your mates. But um, yeah, you can see my final wildcard team. And we should be joined by Alfie Winter next week, which would be nice to get him back on again. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been a good one and again, Chris. We'll, we'll be interested to see how we do this week. Obviously, your team's not looking great on wildcarding. But, yeah, um, hopefully game weeks for us. And best of luck to, to all you out there listening. Um, it's goodbye from me. <laughs>